welcome to Work Ethics, an informative podcast about not-so-common topics and meanings. I am Nadia, and with my co-host, Josue, we welcome you to our program. Today is December 3rd. That means today is the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. So we are bringing you a special program to talk about mental and physical disabilities at work and the discrimination that they sometimes suffer. So let's start the show. How are you feeling today, Josue? Very good, Nadia. It is always a privilege to be able to share this informative space with you. So, Josue, do you know how many people have disabilities in the world? Unfortunately, I will not know to tell you exactly the information, but I imagine that there are millions of people with some kind of disability in the world. Well, according to the International Labor Organization, an estimate of 470 million of the world's working age people have some form of disability. That is a lot of people, but that doesn't mean that all of these people are working. This is because a lot of factors that can be the access to job opportunities, the level of disabilities that they may have, and overall the sociocultural context. But people with disabilities experience common patterns of discrimination. They suffer high unemployment rates, they are confronted with prejudices, and they are often excluded from the labor market. And this happens a lot in Mexico, unfortunately. People with disabilities are often left out of the decisions in the society, and they don't have the same opportunities. And this is because they are sometimes not even registered as a person with disability. So in this special program, we are having some very important guests that are sharing their points of view with us. Right, Josue? Right. And I think these guests will definitely teach us some time to date about discrimination of people with disabilities at work. And who can we prevent it? Yes, I'm pretty sure they will so. So without further ado, I will present you our guest for today's podcast. First, we welcome Alexa, who is representative of the International Labor Organization. And we also welcome Abril, who is representing the CONADIS, who is a consulting organism here in Mexico that helps establish the public policy for disabled people and help to promote their human rights, inclusion, and participation in society. Welcome to our program. Hello, Alexa. Welcome to the podcast. So, as you know, today is the International Day for Persons with Disabilities. And I know that a lot of our audience has a lot of questions and they are very interested in this topic, as we saw in the comments of our last program. So in this very special date, I think that we have to start from the basics. First, we have to know who is a person with disability? Hello everyone, Nadia and Josue, thank you for having me. I want to congratulate you guys for making this space and particularly for talking about this topic, which is so important for societies. But as you mentioned, it's not that common and people should know about it. Asking the question, 
Of course, to get to know more about this topic, first we have to understand who is a person with disability. According to the ADA, a person with disability is the one who has an actual physical or mental impairment that substantially limits one or more major life activities of such an individual. Also is the one who has history in an impairment or the one who may not have such one, but it is considered to have one. In other words, person, people with disabilities are the ones who are limited to do normal daily life activities. Well, thank you for that concept. Now, to get more even into today's topic about discrimination at work, could you explain to us what is disability discrimination? Sure. Disability discrimination is when you are treated less well or put on disadvantage for a reason that relates to your disability. This keeps happening to people with this condition when they ask for a job. What you're mentioning is very interesting. Um, I was thinking of an example so that our audience can really understand the role that society has to do with this topic. Imagine that everyone has the ability to fly, except for you. Uh, that is sad, but you can still do all of your normal activities. If everyone flies to a place, you can drive to that place, etc. But imagine that you go to your work and realize that the stairs have been removed from the building and the elevators doesn't work and your office is on the third floor. So now you are disabled, but it's not your fault. It is the society who has failed you to take into consideration your capacities. Mm. That is the same for people who, for example, who use wheelchairs when a building doesn't have the proper access for them. Um, now, Alexam, I would like to ask you to talk more about the impact that the inequality among people with some kind of disability has in the world. Yes, your example is, is really interesting. And now imagine that happening in the labor conditions. And this impacts more than people think. It's a little bit hard to explain in a brief way the answer, but I try. First of all, we got to assume that these people exist in our society and that we have to make them part not only of social items, but economic ones. People with disabilities, particularly women, face enormous attitudinal, physical, and informational barriers to equal opportunities in the world of work. They experience higher rates of unemployment and economic inactivity, and then find them themselves at a greater risk of insufficient social protection, which is a key to reducing extreme poverty. Actually, there's data revealed in 2007, which affirms that their exclusion deprives societies of between $1.37 and $1.94 trillion in annual GDP pluses. If people with disabilities obtain a fair job with fair wages, then economic and social benefits will be generated 
and also the expenses associated with their exclusion will be significantly reduced. This is why providing them the opportunity to have a decent job is so important. I see that it's very interesting. Uh, this means that this discrimination not only affects the disabled people, but also affects the performing of an economy and a society. And, but now, how this relates to the people who are in charge of a business company? What do you think employers are lacking to know about this topic and how they can improve about it uh, to reduce this discrimination and create a suitable environment to their employees if they have a kind of disability? Well, most people think that people with disabilities are not capable to make their work efficiently. This is a prejudice. In fact, it is proved that when they receive a good employment in accordance with their abilities, they can make very good contributions. Look, many of the times people with disabilities are relegated to low level jobs and few incomes with little social and legal security or segregated from the primary labor market. And of course, this impacts negatively in their self-confidence, making them quit to have a normal life and normal jobs. Employers must offer jobs that correspond to their abilities, skills, and interests. It has to do a lot with the example you were giving. They cannot be appreciated if they don't receive a job that is adjusted to their abilities. And if someone is still not believed, just look at Stephen King or Frida Kahlo or John Nash, who has a mental disability, which is also a very important topic because disability is not only physical. Andre Bocelli, there are so many cases. Employers must know these people are capable and worthy. You are totally right. People with disabilities can develop in any area that they want and to sex. Of course, they can't. Now, as we mentioned at the beginning of the program, you are here representing the International Labor Organization. Um, but maybe some of our audience doesn't know who is this, this organization and what they do. So could you tell us um, what is the purpose of your organization? Of course. The main purpose of the International Labor Organization is to achieve decent jobs for everyone, including people with any kind of disability. This means to promote the, employ the employment opportunities for people with disabilities based on the principle of equal opportunity, equal treatment, integration, and participation in the community. The International Labor Organization seeks to achieve these goals through making promotion of labor standards, awareness, knowledge, development, and cooperation services inside and outside the corporation. Thank you very much, Alexa. It is there and any other thing you want to add or to communicate to our audience? Yes, please leave all the prejudices and always seek for more information. And if some of the audience is part of this community, please make your rights valid 
and don't give up. We are here to help you. Nadia, Josue, thank you again. I am very glad and I had a very good time with you guys. Well, we hope this is not the last time that we will have you in our podcast. But now let's have a commercial break from our sponsors and we will go back to talk to our second guest. Don't disconnect from the word ethics and informative podcast. In a moment, we return. podcast is brought to you thanks to our sponsors for today's episode Squarespace. For more information please go to the links that are in the description of today's episode. We return with this informative podcast and to continue with this podcast we have the participation of the representative of Conadi to show of the panorama of Mexico on, pe on people with disabilities and the discrimination that suffer in the workplace. Hello, Abril. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jose. Hello, Nadia. Thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here on your podcast. And I would like to begin by explaining the public body that I represent, because surely at this moment, there are many people wondering, what is Conadis? Uh, well, CONADIS is the National Council for Development and Inclusion of People with Disabilities. Our mission is to coordinate and promote actions to ensure the exercise and enjoyment of the rights of people with disabilities, as well as contribute to their integral development and full inclusion. I am sure that this council has a very important task in our country. And before going forward to the topic uh, of labor inclusion, I would like you to tell us what are the most common causes of disability among the Mexican population? Well, according to National Institute of Statistics and Geography uh, data, the main disability triggers among the country's population are illnesses with a 41.3% and all age with 33.1%. The next most reported causes by the population are birth problems and accidents. I am very surprised to hear the second number about the old age, because when we think of disability, we often think of people who born in a wheelchair or maybe people who born deaf. But it's very interesting to know that 31% of the causes are from problems of age. Those are very interesting data that you share with us. Basically, four of 10 people suffer from disability due to the illness. As advice, you have a very important text with you is to strengthen the labor inclusion of people with disabilities, right? Yes, people with disabilities are one of the most vulnerable groups with respect to their integration into the labor market. Just imagine that of the 7.7 million people with some type of disability, only 1.5 people with disabilities are integrated into the economically active population. So we are talking about not even a quarter of the people who have some change of disability in Mexico are economically active. That's right. And when we will talk about discrimination at work, do they having a disability? When do we face it? 
Well, it is an interesting question because many people might think that uh, you suffer discrimination due to disability until you are already at your job, but it's not like that because you can suffer discrimination from the moment you are not selected for an interview just because of your condition or even in the interview if they don't offer you the necessary adjustments when you request them. So from the beginning of the selection process, you can suffer this type of discrimination. Exactly. And when you're working and if you don't get a promotion or a pay rise because you are disabled, this is discrimination. And let me tell you a real case. The case of Mariana, the woman who litigated the first case of discrimination in employment. At that time, there was only one institution that explicitly allowed private companies to be sued for this type of advertisement, the National Council to Prevent Discrimination. The problem with CONAPRED at that time was that private companies could reject its authority, and even if they agreed to submit to the procedure, the sanction that could be imposed on them was legible. In the best scenario, they will have to apologize and take a few awareness courses. So Mariana, with her lawyer, thought of another alternative to use the figure to of moral damage to combat this discrimination through civil law. In 2009, Mariana failed the lawsuit. In uh, 2014, the case reached the Supreme Court of Justice and at the end, she won the case and companies were not prohibited uh, from discriminating in employment. That means, among other things, they cannot post discriminatory advertisements, either for disability or for any other similar reason, and that these companies can be sued civilly. Uh, the, uh, the advantage of this mechanism is that it allows the world centers to be sensationalized for millions of, pe of pesos. Isn't it? Yes, the logic behind this is that economic punishment functions as incentives to change discriminatory work dynamics. And, and what action have been taken in Mexico to promote labor inclusion for people with disabilities? Thanks to the fact that Me Mexico is part of the Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities, uh, little by little, the country has become aware and national normative instruments and programs have been promulgated that have given guidelines to inclusion in society and particularly to the labor inclusion. In federal matters, there are laws that protect and promote the social and economic inclusion of people with disabilities in order to guarantee, among others, the right uh, to employment. For example, we have the general law for the inclusion of people with disabilities, the federal law to prevent and eliminate discrimination, and the regulation of the general law for the inclusion of people with disabilities. And among these, law, these laws that you are mentioning, um, what type of programs has the CONADIS developed? Mm, we also have programs such as the National Program for the Development and Inclusion of People with Disabilities, and the National Program of Work and Employment for People with Disabilities. The objective is promote the design and implementation of programs and actions that improve access to work for people with disabilities. Well, in my opinion, we are a bit late in terms of these programs. Um, I feel that by now we should already have 
access to all places for everyone, but I think that we are on the right track, at least. What you just told us is one the part of the public sector. What has the private sector done? Well, uh, for the park companies and civil society organizations in Mexico have also been concerned about labor inclusion through the implementation of various programs or initiatives. One of the most important initiatives is Entrale, Aliens for the Labor Inclusion of People with Disabilities. It's an initiative of the Mexican Business Council that was born with the purpose of linking wheels connecting opportunities and changing paradigms to favor the labor inclusion of people with disabilities in Mexico. Today, this initiative integrates 823 ally companies and 9,712 benefited. Well, that is very interesting to hear and we are thank you of these programs. Well, Thank you very much, Abril, for this interview. Thank you very much for the invitation to your program. It's very important to spread this type of, type of issues and people know that they are not alone. In Mexico, in Mexico sorry, they, um, there are institutions that can help you in cases of discrimination. Yes, that is very important. I think that now our audience has um, some kind of tools to prevent this type of discrimination. Well, thank you, and we hope we will see you again. Thank you. In conclusion, disability is a problem that threatens physical or biological impairment, and it is situated in the social and cultural environments of the people who suffer from it. In addition, to produce deprivation or limitation of one or more physical, biological, or also serialist affect the quality of life, creating an inequality before society. As shown in this interview, there is a no conceptual complexity surrounding the disabilities arising from the need to distinguish between biological impairment and the social disadvantage of having an impairment. You are right, people who have disabilities not only have to deal with the impediments that their body may cause them, but they also have to deal with the impediments that society imposes them, like difficult access to the job market and discrimination. Also, living with a disability created feelings of sadness, desolation and impotence. Therefore, in our ethics and informative podcast, we offer you some actions to prevent disability discrimination at the workplace. 1. Be prepared to make all reasonable attachments to policies, procedures, and practice and to physical filters of permits in order to accommodate the needs of a particular disabled employed or job applicant. 2. Check that Employees with disabilities have full and fair access to opportunity for promotion, transfer, and training. 3. Divise and implement an equal opportunities policy and ensure that it states clearly that there must be no discrimination or harassment against any employed or job applicant or grounds related to disabilities. 4. 
ensure that any redundant selection criteria are checked careful to work against two possibility of adverse impact and disabled employees. And five, take a reasonable practical step to prevent staff from begin in discriminatory way. <clears throat> As we can see, we can help the employees in every part of their job, like the first interview, the hiring, uh, job ascendance, and the work environment. So this step will be very helpful to reduce this type of discrimination. Finally, to combat discrimination against people with disabilities, it is necessary that the country respect and protect the rights of people with disabilities, recognizing the International Day of People with Disabilities on December 3rd, and that should recognize and should aim to promote understanding of disability issues, mobilize support for the dignity and well-being of people with disabilities, and ensure that they have the same human rights and fundamental freedoms as other people, so that they are not subject to discrimination on the basis of disability. Abril, your contribution has been very valuable. We thank you as well as Alexa for your collaboration in this informative podcast. Thank you so much, girls, for being in our show today. I am pretty sure our audience has learned a lot about this topic. And thank you, Jose, for your final thoughts and conclusions. I think it's time to go now. Yes, and we also thank all the people who in one way or another contributed uh, to create this interview. Don't forget that you can listen uh, to this podcast as many times as your one on Spotify. I am Josue Moises and she is my partner, Nadia Arely. Until next time.